And to be honest, if you look at Europe and stuff, they have a lot less issues with alcoholism yeah. and stuff like that. And I think Francais. it's because... <laughs> but yes, I think it's because... Take French wine all. Francais. So they, uh, I think it's because they honestly introduced their kids to alcohol at an early yeah. age, and it's not taboo. It's not this like, it's, oh my god, you can't have alcohol, right? It's, no, they I let agree. them have it with dinners, and they let them have wine and some things like that, and it's not a big deal. They don't go to college and be like, well, yes, I get to have alcohol. Exactly. On this episode of The Bourbon Hunters, Dude and Brett go through a head-to-head tasting of Russell's Reserve private selections from OHLQ, Bourbon Enthusiast, and Mashin Journey, all aging from 9 to 11 years, and we will let you know which ones we think stand out from the rest. But before we get started, let me tell you a little bit about our sponsor, Unicorn Nation Apparel, magical apparel for magical people. Go to their website at www.unicornnationapparel.com or check out the link in our bio for some awesome Bourbon Hunters exclusive bourbon shirts provided by Unicorn Nation Apparel. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us on our hunt for great bourbon. Reward yourself and sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy. Welcome to another episode of the Bourbon Hunters. I'm Duke Poole. I'm joined by Brett Bryan. Today we are without Tyler, so the tasting and smelling should be on point. <laughs> uh, but uh, we just got done working out, pumping each other. So uh, the you might hear some noises in the background from the gym. I'm about to go coach some CrossFit when we're done with this. So if you hear anything, just bear that in mind. So uh, today, what do we got? We got a pretty big lineup here. We've got a whole bunch of Russell Reserve private barrel selections, single barrel, non-chill filtered, Russell's Reserve. What is it? Uh, Do they have age statements on these? They're usually around 10 years, right? Yeah, I think so. They have an actual 10-year. These might be no age statements. Well, this one's distilled in 11 and dumped in 21. So that's the same with those that I'm looking at. So 10 years. Yeah, so. I thought they actually had a 10-year that's not a single barrel also. If I remember correctly, um, I think you are right. That's it's got like a white label with um, this one's red an words. eleven year here, the bourbon enthusiast one that we're going to oh, do, nice. and then this one is a nine year, another bourbon enthusiast. So we'll talk about those as well. So we have one OHLQ pick, one Mash and Journey uh, pick, which is the the Mash and Drums um, uh, private barrel club. And then we've got two from the Bourbon Enthusiast. So we'll go through those today. Um, so before we get started here, we're enjoying our Wild Turkey 101 primer. So it's a it's an all-turkey episode. So what do you what have you been up to? I know you uh, just got back from Hippie Town, North Carolina. I read yeah. Asheville, I mean, North Carolina. That's very accurate, I would say. It is, it's a very much a Hippie Town. Um, but I was welcomed by everybody, you know what I mean? Well, that's generally how it works. I don't know. I went to Yellow Springs and, and not knocking Yellow Springs. Well, it might they, have been don't, a, they don't uh, embrace their tourism. That's the difference. Yeah, they don't. I didn't feel welcomed at all at, uh, at Yellow Springs, which is, you know, another like hippie town. And I, I like the hiking scene and all that with hippie towns. But, um, you know, Asheville was very welcoming. I loved it. They're one of the most dog-friendly places I have seen. Everywhere you go is dog-friendly. Dogs are welcome and everything else. Interesting. So, uh, had some amazing pizza down there. I had like a buffalo chicken pizza. That's um, that's where my that's where my game is. Oh yeah, 
Any, anytime I can go somewhere and try out their local pizza, oh, I love that kind of thing. And I'm a mom and pop person. I love to go to the mom and pops and yeah. avoid. And I think, oh, I don't go to the chains when I'm on vacation. Yeah. It's just. And my dad, he always does that. He's like, oh, hey, there's a there's a uh, Longhorn here. That's my dad. He's no. like, there's a Crackle Barrel. <laughs> there's an Outback. Uh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what all did you do while you were down there? So you did some hiking, it sounds like? Yeah, I did some hiking. Um, went to the Arboretum there that's in North Carolina, and it was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I would recommend it to anyone. Um, it was like 16 bucks. That was it to get in. And that was for the car. So you could have four people in your car or whatever. There was no oh, limit so it was or anything. Per car. Per car, nice. correct. It, and it was beautiful. Like that money is very well spent. Yeah, the places that uh, do it by the car, that's a lot easier to, to handle. I know um, when I was growing up, we used to go to the drive in theater and my parents mm-hmm. had an Econolon van and we would all hide in the storage compartments in the different places. Just loaded up. Oh, yeah. So like there was, we had one of those old Econolon vans that had like, um, it had the, the seats lifted up and you could store stuff under mm-hmm. the seats they were like bench seats though they weren't uh the standard they were like the bucket no or the fold kind that you would see like in the later econo lines that would mm-hmm. fold into a into a bed this was uh just like a u-shaped bench in the back of the in the back of the truck oh that's cool van. and you could lift up and, and they were big enough for us kids to hide <laughs> in plus it had a sink a refrigerator and a closet and we would hide in the closet too so um so there was a lot of like places to hide we my mom and dad would go in and there'd be you know to a kids movie at a drive-in theater and there'd be like six kids hidden in the in the van you know so, just two of us yeah <laughs> just two please everyone's giggling in the back she's like shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah they um that was that was always just a you know a, a way for them to uh sneak people in do something on the weekends and it was always uh that was always fun though like i love driving theaters growing up and they just kind of gone out of fashion but some places they seem to be coming back a little bit but yeah i remember doing that i don't know i was it was outside of like after i graduated college and like you'd get in the bed of a truck and take some like folding chairs or yeah. you know a bean bag or something drinks and yeah or you have a little cooler stuff. and yeah. snacks exactly right. and i always love the drive-ins i wish that would have they have one on the south part of columbus still um it's called south drive-in or something okay. like that and uh they always do like you go in and it's a double feature and they have two opposite th- uh screens so you choose which one you're going oh, that's to cool and then uh so like for example, this weekend, I can't remember the two they're showing, but one of them is that uh, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard or whatever uh, with is Ryan Reynolds. The sequel to the Hitman's yeah, Bodyguard? Which is good. It is, yeah. That Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. So uh, which one do we want to start with here? Um, so the two that we just opened, let's let those breathe a little bit. All so right. let's grab one of these two Bird that have been opened. Here. Yeah. So I'm going to recommend that we do the one from uh, Rick House B, Floor 4. This is a bourbon enthusiast pick. Um we should it see was, if there's any like duplicates um, from like our newer ones, like meaning from the same warehouse or same floor to see if there's any like similar taste profiles. Well, I that. know there's no duplicate from the one that's the C and D, um, but uh, we'll, we'll, there's probably, what's your, uh, this says warehouse G uh, floor four. Yeah. I'm warehouse S. So no, no similar warehouses. Okay. Um, Just this curious. one is only nine years old. So we'll, we'll do this one. So that'll give us at least an age chronology uh and increase as we go so when we went to north carolina my girlfriend kept calling the arboretum the arbitrarium and i was like that's a planetarium you're thinking of she's like no it's not (laughs) it's an arbitrarium and i was like just ask the google then ask the google and it was like arboretum and i was like i fucking told you 
but you didn't get any sex that night, did you? No, I could care less. <laughs> oh God! So, uh, all right. So let's talk about uh, Russell's Reserve single barrel or private barrel selections. Um, so these Russell Reserves, the red labeled, um, you know, that I think what I really enjoy about these is you know that because they are single barrels, you, you can generally get a little bit of a different. Uh, uh, you know, a little bit of a different flavor profile. And, and what's interesting for me is is I feel like because they've all come from different warehouses, different floors, they've definitely got a little bit of a different, uh, you know, um, you know, flavor profile to them. Now, I believe they all do the number four char the, uh, with the American uh-huh. white oak barrels. Uh, so they keep that uh, proof point at, at 110, um, you know, in all the bottles. So that's the, you know, when you see a lot of these single barrels or private barrel selections or whatever, a lot of times they end up different, you know, like one's a 125, one's a 117. Yeah, just what it comes out of the barrel. Yeah, so these are all 110, which is kind of, you know, interesting to me. It makes me wonder, you know, why do they, is that just the best proof point for their mash bill, no matter which rickhouse, which Maybe that's what Jimmy, like, Jimmy was just like, this is where it's at. This is where Mm -hmm. it's at, let's do it. Um, Maybe it's just for consistency of of, uh, bottle yields or something, I I don't know, but... uh, it is interesting to me, though, in that sense that um, that they're all 110 proof, even though they're single barrel, you know, private uh, barrel selects. So, Russell's Reserve holds a special place in my heart too, because this is the first single barrel I ever bought um, about seven years ago. I would say somewhere in that six, seven years ago. Like I'd always drank bourbon, but I didn't know much about anything, you know. And I will say, I've, I've said this before, I you know judge a book by its cover. And I would buy like Bullet because I thought that was a, a cool, cool looking, looking bottle. bottle. Yeah. yeah. And I knew that um, I liked Maker's Mark because I had drank that in college and stuff. But then one day I was like, what, what is this one? This is a little more expensive. It's a cool looking bottle. Didn't know what it was. It said single barrel. And I really didn't know what that meant either at the time. And I picked it up and I loved it. I absolutely cherished that bottle. Yeah. And so Russell's Reserve just holds a special place in my heart. And that's when I was trying to figure out what I liked in my palate. I didn't know, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I know I like this. Yeah, I and I think what's interesting is there's a pretty big following of just wild turkey in general, um, and I think to me there's there's just a lot of people that enjoy that entire catalog of of bourbons. I mean, there's a there's a lot that they actually make. You They're know, a higher rye mash bill, aren't they? I think. Yeah, and I feel then, like I taste. Yeah, they've got the Russell's Reserve. They but they've got from the Russell's Reserve they've got a few products just of that. Um, but they've got Wild Turkey, then they've got Wild Turkey 101, Long Branch, Rare Breed. Um, oh, Rare Breed's really good. Then they have the rye versions of Wild Turkey and Wild Turkey 101 and Rare Breed. Then Kentucky Spirit. Uh, then they've got all the, the Wild Turkey, um, you know, Master's Keep or whatever. You've got the Bottled yeah. and Bonds, the rye, uh, Cornerstone rye. I don't think I've had their Bottled and Bond before. Um, well, the, I mean, it's tough to find. I was going to say, it must yeah, be. have fun finding it. Um, <laughs> Then they've got a couple of honey, you know, whiskeys or whatever. And then um, the 10-year-old bourbon. So uh, they've got that. Uh, then they've got the uh, Russell's Reserve uh, six-year-old rye. They've got the Russell's Reserve single-barrel bourbons. Um, they've got the Russell's Reserve single-barrel rye. And then the 2002, it's, it shows on here. But I think they had a 2003 that came out this year, didn't they? Um, I think so. But they dropped that 13 year. Well, then they, yeah, the 13 year Russell's yeah. Reserve that just came out too. Yeah, I forgot about that one too. Yeah. That's supposed to That's be really hard to get. selling for $300 yeah. right now. It's a little ridiculous, but whatever. Um, so, what do you get on the nose with this thing? I don't know if this nose is. Is your schnoz uh, it just seems jacked light. up from the workout? No, I just, it just, so that one, we primered with a 101. I don't know if you said that or not. I did, yeah. That's all right. Um, 
and I'm not getting it's the 101 seemed like it had more of a nose on it than this. This seems uh, it is light. I am definitely getting some like vanilla and toffee. I think those yeah. are the two I'm getting. I'm move but... this away from my big nose. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's something sweet in there, but it's very light. I don't know if once I get a drink, I'll have a little more of a nose on it, but compared to the 101... Definitely getting more of the vanilla. Oh, yeah. That's pretty rich. Um, um, is so, it a little toffee, maybe? There's something like yeah. rich in there, like you said. Well, that's their, those, that's their signature flavor profile, is that vanilla and toffee. That's, that's big, and I think that's why a lot of people really like it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, most of the single barrels, uh, still have that, that actual taste profile or that flavor profile. Um, so I, I think that's, I'm going to guess that's going to be pretty consistent across all of these, but, uh, again, just a guess, but I, I really enjoy, um, I really hope wild turkeys open when we go down there this year too. The last two times that I've gone, well, they were open, just not the days we were there. Yeah. So I think they were only open on the weekends when we were going and we went, we kept going on like Thursday or Friday or something stupid like that. Yeah. Well, no, to beat the lines though, it's, it's definitely worth it. Oh, on the weekends for sure. Yeah. Now when Tyler and I went the first time, we went there on a Sunday right before we went home and there was no one there. I mean, it was maybe 20 people and I it mean, was, but it was nice. It was, I mean, we went in, we sat down, had some drinks at the bar. You got a free, uh, rocks glass if you ordered a, a drink at the bar. Um, that's cool. I, Eddie was sitting there or no, sorry, Jimmy. The Jimmy's one. the dad, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jimmy was sitting there at the door just greeting people and I I was I had blown my uh budget for the entire trip already and I saw him sitting there I was like, "Fuck, I need to get something for him to sign." So, oh, I went yeah. to Kentucky Spirit. So, I still have that Kentucky Spirit. That's been 2 years almost now and it's not even opened cuz I don't I mean, I I don't like to not open bottles, but it's got his name, you know. Yeah, you, no, that's a special bottle. You can always get another Kentucky Spirit that doesn't have right. His and even if I drink it and finish it, I'll probably do something with it, like fill it with something like sand or something or yeah. something dumb. I'd make a decoration out of it or something. But, um, but yeah, that was kind of cool that he signed that, and I sat and talked to him for a good five minutes. He just wanted to talk. He just and apparently that's a big thing for him. Is it, it, on Sundays after church he would go there and well, that was and my question and, was this after church hours because there's yeah. a, a big part of the Bible Belt through Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that was his. That's his thing. Is him and his wife will go to church and then go there afterwards, and he hangs out there for a few hours, just talks to people. At least that's what I. That's the way I. That's the way I heard it, <laughs> and that's the way I heard it. Um, I really like this. Um, yeah, it's good. It's this good. warehouse version of this. So this one again. What did we say this was? Warehouse what? Oh, shit, I don't know. Uh, this was Rick House B, and floor four is what this one was. And it's funny. This is a uh, one ten proof and. It has less, um, like less ethanol burn than the 101. Yeah, yeah. It, it, but you know what? I it's nine years old. The 101's what, like six or seven or something like that. Probably. So I mean, that could sometimes that gives that uh, grain a chance to mature a little bit more. You know, as we uh, talked about on that uh, bourbon enthusiast episode, actually. What uh, What have you been drinking lately? What's been your your go to? I've been all over the damn board, man. All over the board. It's been crazy. So like. I've been I've gotten a lot of stuff, a lot of new stuff recently. So I've been trying to hit that. Uh, I've been hitting some old stuff, um, and it's and it's sad because it it doesn't allow me to finish any bottles. I know I haven't so I just, finished a bottle in a while. Yeah, so that's my biggest problem is I don't finish any bottles, and then I keep collecting more, and then I'm like, shit, got to make some room. And then I go through a, a, a stage of where I just kill off all the anchors I can find in in like a couple week period, just so I can you know go down like 10 or so bottles and but recently i'm up like 10 bottles so 
I have a hard time. I don't know if you're this way, but when I get a like a barrel pick, finishing, I have a off. hard time finishing them off because you're never going to get that bottle I know, again. I know it's rough. We and I, I have commitment issues, so <laughs> well, no, it sounds like you don't because if you're if you're committing to keeping the bottle well, around, I can't. I just it's can't. The opposite. I can't say when is, you, you know, can't say enough. goodbye. To I can't a say goodbye. Well, and it does. You're right. It, it's it's easy to kill a bottle that you can find on the shelf. It's hard to kill a bottle you never are going to find yeah. ever again. And that's rough. And and the other thing too is like I like when I so for example we just you had you just opened this OHLQ bottle today and I just opened this Mash and Journey bottle today, and that's the other reason I like to keep them around. So when I get a couple more bottles, I can compare them and yeah. do a little flight like we're doing right now. And and so like Bourbon Enthusiast, I think he said he's got two more Russell's reserves, or at least he wants to ask if he can get two. But I think he uh, he was at least getting one. Isn't and, um. Bourbon enthusiast doing it. Is that what you said? I thought you said mash and dram. I was thinking mash and dram. I'm sorry. Mash and drum. Drum. Sorry. Yeah, mash and drum is the one we just opened. But bourbon enthusiast is doing two more. But that's what I mean. That's uh, all the blood is still in my legs from all those lunges that we just did. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, But no. So yeah, they're doing another a couple. He said he's going to ask for two. And so like if he gets those, then I mean. You know, I, want, I like fucking to, six or right. seven of them. Well, I'll, I have three <laughs> now. You have one, and so, but that, but that'll give me something to kind of do a flight with yeah. and stuff. And I just love doing that stuff, like sitting down and trying three different ones in a night to see how I like them. I want to do a blind where someone stages it and I don't know, and, and they're just all, all the it, same thing. It's all the same, just different <laughs> single barrels. <laughs> no, it's all the exact same thing. We should fuck with Tyler and do that because you know he's not going to listen all, to this episode. All the four. Yeah. No, he probably will since he's down and out right now. He has nothing oh, else yeah, to do. He's probably listening. Uh, although he, I got him into Ted Lasso and he's watching that, <laughs> so he's enjoying Ted Lasso right now. Just maybe like proof him down with like a drop of water. In like each yeah, one. one drop in each one, two drops in the yeah. second one. Yeah. And, and be like, oh man, this is good. This has got to be like a ten year I mean, or that something. Technically, could make him change. Yeah. I mean, enough to be different. So finish this one off here. What do you? Uh, what's your final verdict on this one? What do you think, taste wise? Um. I'm getting a lot of that, like the toffee stuff that we talked about. Yeah, toffees, the more I drink, the more the toffee's showing up. It's a very easy drinker. Um, the vanilla is still subtle, but the toffee's right in your face the entire time. That's a To me, that's a dangerous bottle because I really like that. You just want to drink it, yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah. I've been, I'm right there with you, though. That's good. I've been drinking on my OHLQ... Um, Ezra Brooks Distillers Collection. Yeah. Oh, that thing was good. I had to like make myself put it away. Yeah, I've been trying hard to find the 10-year single barrel Luxro Rebel um, because I want to compare it to the old one, the Rebel Yell 10-year. And um, every time I've seen it pop up on the OHLQ site, I go there and it's gone. Arena Spirits had a full bottle today. Oh, I go there all the time. I know you do, but it, it, um, it, yeah, it just irritates me that OHLQ is just so inaccurate or yeah. like bullshit at Giant Eagle the other day. Oh, no, we don't have it. And that uh, bullshit they didn't have it. They just didn't have it out. Right. Someone scanned it in and it wasn't right. out. Uh, that just irritates me, um, which, you know, whatever. I I just, why do you have that site if you're going to do that stuff? Yeah. I don't Just really, put it on there that non-allocated stuff won't show up. I think they shouldn't put, like, I agree, no allocated stuff on yeah. there whatsoever. Because Blanton's is hidden from there, from what I understand. Oh, I have no doubt. People go crazy over fucking Blanton's. Yeah, it's stupid. And, and everyone's, we've talked about it people. so many times, and lots of people talk about it. But yeah. 
So this next one here, we've got uh, Russell's Reserve again. Oh shit, this one's selection. getting a little low. Yeah, they're all getting a little low on that. Uh, I, they're good, man. This is another bourbon enthusiast pick. This one was barreled on uh, 2009 and bottled um, uh, 10 years and two months later in 2020. Uh, so this is from the uh, C&D Rickhouse. Um, Mine's technically a nine-year too, just an FYI, but it's a full bottle. Right. We're letting it breathe. Yeah. Um, this was on floor three. Uh, so the C and D warehouse, and I think this is a famous warehouse if I remember right. I, I have to look that up. The C and D warehouse, I believe so. Um, and it says C N D, but I think it's C and D, but oh. I could be wrong. Um, I'm going to look it up while we're talking here. So, uh, so this weekend is uh, we've got the Fourth uh, of July coming up, man. So what are your plans this weekend? Uh, I'll be working, unfortunately, because it's my holiday. Yeah. Um, but that's only in the morning, just like eight to four thirty, I think, is what it is. And then I will be venturing over to your house, and I'm going to try and empty your bourbon room. Yeah, so this is the <laughs> this is the soft launch of my, or the grand opening, whatever you want to call it. Trina's been frantically trying to, I know. Oh my God, you know, the nose good. on this one is so much better. Trina is uh, trying to frantically get it, uh, uh, you know, Aesthetically stocked. pleasing? Yeah, like, so, you know, because the, the, so I'm going to try, once she gets it finished decorating, I'm going to try to do like a little video of me going into it and stuff yeah. and, and actually make it a little more produced and stuff just so I can have it on our, on our story in our, oh, yeah. uh, in our profile so people can see it. And then I'm also going to do like a, a whole, uh, write up in our website so people can follow along to see what I did and, and how it started, how it ended up and just kind of read through the article and see, you know, if they were doing something like what parts I used, what pieces of wood, things like that. Yeah. People to ask questions yeah, and stuff. Right. If they want to, but I, but the whole idea for me was just the, um, was, you know, just the idea of, you know, making the information available for people. Well, so, and so, and it's a total DIY too, which is cool. You know, you don't do this for a living. You're not a contractor for a living. Right. Yes. You have done some home improvement things, but just to prove right. to other people out there, you can do this. Um, if you want to do your own bourbon room or something like that. Yeah, so uh, C and D stands for Camp Nelson D is what it stands for. That's it what it stands was. for. This smells something. fucking delicious. Right, so that's what I was going to ask you next. So what do you get on the what do you get on the nose? This is butterscotch, man. It's Ooh, like a God, yeah. It's it's all butterscotch, maybe a little toffee. Yeah, I'm what still getting, I'm still getting some toffee, but yeah, butterscotch. I, I can't. I'm pretty sure this is my favorite one of the two. Oh God, yes, for and the I, nose. But I've been going to the other one, so I don't go through this one as fast. But if, if I'm pretty sure I remember, this one's my favorite. I don't eat oh, a lot God. of candy bars. But it reminds me of like a Heath candy bar, I think. That's yeah. like I've never had a Heath bar, but if I had a Heath bar, this is what I would imagine it would I think taste like. What Heath what are those nose. other like a butterfinger? I don't eat candy. Maybe it's a butterfinger I'm thinking of. Yeah. Sometimes like Halloween, like I'll I like to take candy from kids to watch them cry. So I'll eat some of that. Um, you are the <laughs> So Tyler's the king of fucking stupid <laughs> shit, and you're the king of saying shit that could get us fucking canceled. Oh shit, I love it. You fucking moron. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, so let's no. let's dive into this. What do you like? I'm gonna taste it because it smells too good to not taste. Oh, there's that mouthfeel that you like. Yeah. Real. How the fuck does this microphone keep getting closer to my mouth? Uh, God, you just pop the top off your damn mic. I don't know what happened. The wind, the windscreen. Bear with me a moment here. So yeah, that was uh, that was good. That one had a little ethanol burn on it. Um, I'm not getting much. Um, it's not in my chest, the ethanol burn. It's no, more it's in my more mouth. In my, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it doesn't like trail down into my stomach or chest or anything. To me, that means it's going to be a late bloomer, to be honest. I, I feel like after a couple of drinks, we'll start to get some warmth in our chest. I could be wrong, but that's my that's my guess. 
I really, really like this one. Yeah, it's good. So, yeah, there, so that butterscotch hits you right on the front of the tongue, I feel like. And it's got a really good mouthfeel. It's real oily, you know, real, uh, it coats the tongue well. It's funny you say that about the oily because when you poured it, I was looking in the glass and it leaves like this trail yeah. that you can see where it's like, you know, the cohesion or whatever you want to call it sticking to the side of the glass. That's the bourbon pleasure trail, man. It's delicious is what it, it is. is. Yeah, It is good. I, I'm disappointed. I will be disappointed if this is our, it, that's not true. I won't be disappointed if this is the best one, but I'll be disappointed if the other two aren't as good just because we put this one second, you know? You know what? I'll be, sometimes... I think that it's in my mind that each one gets better and better. Well, I think your palate starts to accept the alcohol, yeah. the ethanol, as you go a little bit more. Yeah. And so I think, you know, it, it becomes, the ethanol becomes less of a shock to your tongue and it allows you to, to taste the other flavors the more and more you drink, I think. I just hate when I'm like, each one gets progressively better. You yeah. know what I mean? Because then I'm yeah. like, is it in my head? If the last one that I drank was right. something no, I that smelled you. like That's burning tires, leave, would like, I say it's good? The one thing I will, and hopefully he's not listening, the one thing I will say about Tyler that he, that he does right is he leaves anchors in all of his so he can go back to him and visit him after. Yeah, that's smart. So that if, if you, that is the case, and everything I just said before that was, I'm just making that up as I go. Like, I don't know if it's really, you know, letting your tongue get used to the ethanol, but I, no, it I think there's some truth to that. Yeah, it kind of makes sense if it is the case. Um that's why we always do a primer, right? Yeah. I mean... Right. To get rid of that ethanol sting, that first taste. the Because you do get that, you know, reaction that, uh, you know, that the very first drink of your bourbon of the day, unless it's just been a shit day and you're just ready for some damn alcohol, that first drink of the day, there's usually, there's usually some sort of visceral reaction, you know, just from that, from that uh, sting of the alcohol, if you will, or the ethanol. And this um, is good, though. Yeah, this is really good. We may have to come back to this after we're done. So we are sitting up in the loft, actually the Unicorn Nation Apparel office. Oh, yeah. Uh, our sponsor. For all your t-shirt needs. For all your t-shirt needs. Seriously, guys, if you're listening to this, we have some really fucking cool bourbon shirts. So check them out. And like, honestly. just before you talk about the print, too, just the quality of the t-shirts. Um, oh, right before I always you use walked the up Bella here. Canvas, uh, the tribal in, <clears throat> so they just hang so well and they're soft. The coolest, like army green like kind of faded army green yeah. looking shirt up there like yeah. i want one i'm about to tell you don't even print anything on it just get me one of those shirts printed i meant like order me a shirt yeah, without yeah, any print on it i'll order you whatever the hell you want you just tell me you guys know by now if you want yeah. a shirt just fucking tell me man I, I want you to print something fucking stupid on it though oh like I not offensive shit. but like maybe just a portrait of my like tyler's face oh when we do the bourbon trail can we secretly god he's listening just sh- i bet just show up with with tyler's, tyler's face, face printed on, on our, the oh my god yeah that would be so funny <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, or just something stupid like I'm with stupid, yeah. And it points to the left. Yours points to the right, and he sits in between us. Like that would be funny as shit. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. there's, there's got to be something that we can do with that. There's got to be. Send your ideas in for stupid T-shirts, please. Yes, yeah, something that we can take and have Tyler be surprised with when we go on the Bourbon Trail in, in uh, December. So, and I won't derail too much on this, but can you print on things other than T-shirts? Someone yeah. inquired to me about koozies. If you could, if they brought you koozies, um, and they're kind of small, so I don't. I know. could potentially print on a koozie. It, all, it really what it depends on is the material. The material is the 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 limiting factor. So, like generally, it wants you to be cotton. Tri-blend's not one hundred percent cotton, but it still turns out really well. Um, the big thing is, is if I can flatten it down, I can usually print on it. Whether it sticks or not, it's going to be determined by the material. So it's okay. worth a try. 
I can, I've definitely printed on some shit. Like I've printed on canvas. So those pictures up there on the, in the corner, those are actual canvases that I printed on. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And those are actual that. pictures. And that's how yeah. good of a, that's how good of a freaking printer it is. Those are actual pictures. No, that's, I didn't realize that you had done, I figured you paid someone to do that. No, I was, paid just, yourself I was just screwing it. around to see what I could do with yeah. this printer. And they were the actual same size of the platen. And so I just printed full size platen picture onto the platen and it was just, uh, that's really cool. Yeah. So that's just AJ deadlifts in there. And then uh, the other one's us from a competition. No, I remember that comp. That was I, a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. let's, uh, let's jump into this third one here. We're, let's do uh, yours is nine years old. So let's do mm-hmm. yours and then we'll do mine. So we're going to do the OHLQ pick next. I'll let you pour them. Um, did you is, rinse already? I did. Yeah. So this is OHLQ and I will say OHLQ. I've been a little hit and miss on. There's been some OHLQs that I've liked, and there's been some OHLQs that I've truly disliked. You want more than that? No, that's that's perfect for now. I may later. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but I will say that I feel like OHLQ, this could be not true. I have no idea what their process is, but I feel like OHLQ just takes what they're given. Like, hey, we got a couple barrels. Okay, sure, we'll take them. I, I don't know if that's true or not, but I feel like with their, t- I don't feel like there's consistency in their taste profiles. You know what I mean? I don't think I've had a bunch of their picks. I know I really enjoy that Lux Row pick that, that I had. That's, that's the one of theirs that I've truly enjoyed. They did a Woodenville, I believe mm-hmm. it was, that was just okay. Um, Man, I like Woodenville. I haven't I revisited that in a while. I, I know. And I come over and have on sun, Saturday, that's a vanilla cream or vanilla bean or something. Ooh. Woodenville. It sounds like it's going to be good. Did you just get it? You haven't tried it yet? No, I've had it for a while and I tried okay. it. And I just was like, eh. Sometimes I can't keep up with your purchases. Oh, fuck, man. I know. <laughs> I know. It's bad. It, it's a bad habit, to be honest. I just need to drink more. But I will say, like... But you, I, I share. I was, that's what I, exactly what I was going to say. You share with anyone and everyone. And any. I know I've been over to your house many times, and like it could be someone that's never had bourbon, or they've had one or two things, and you're yeah. like, all right, I want you to try this, and if you don't like that, I want you to try this. Yeah, and to be honest, I've had, so the best part about this bourbon room, honestly, has been having... Pe- people have been wanting to come over to stop in and see it. Like, I had Mo and his wife. Mo's a former guest on the show a couple times now. Uh, had him and his wife come over and I just get the biggest kick out of letting them try whatever the hell they want, you know, and I don't care what they try. Even if they want to open something that's unopened, I don't care. And, oh, and yeah. he was, they were there. They had a few drinks of some stuff. We talked about some things they've tried and some, oh, I've had this, but not that one. And, and then so we would open it up and, and they'd have a drink of it. Had another buddy from, um, uh, from that lives out in New Albany who owns a, a reef aquarium place. He's one of only a few people in the that's world cool. that actually, uh, uh, what do you call it when you grow it yourself? Um, they cultivate or whatever you want okay. to call it. Uh, he cultivates like reef. Coral. Yeah. Coral reef. Yeah. There's so, a, coral's very expensive. Well, and stuff. because like, it's not allowed to be, uh, uh, it's not allowed to be. Uh, it's like endangered. You can't harvest it from the yeah, ocean. Yeah, you can't harvest it from the yeah. ocean anymore. Well, there are some places that still do it. Um, illegally. Illegal, yeah, it's like but, ivory uh, or some shit. Yeah, but he's in Ohio. And he's had some grants for like really uh, from Ohio State, like million dollar grants and stuff, studying the effects of different things and stuff. And he's got this humongous greenhouse, and he grows corals and reef stuff non freaking stop. Ships them all over the freaking country. He That's might even really ship cool. them out, uh, across the world. I have no idea. But I think I know they call sh- that live rock, maybe too. Well, live rock is the is the rock that has a ton of bacteria in it, and it helps you jumpstart your saltwater aquarium. Okay. You, you put it in your aquarium, and it's already like you're basically seeding your aquarium with the good bacteria. And that's live rock. So if you take any rock and put it in your saltwater aquarium, it will eventually become live, live rock. rock. Okay. Yeah. It's so. like your normal flora. Yeah. I used to do this. No, I used to have aquarium. <laughs> I've never had a saltwater. Well, I used to do like aquarium uh, maintenance and I used okay. to, that's what I did through college. I that loved and, aquariums. I always oh, had yeah. salt or not saltwater, but freshwater 
tried to do a brackish once, but yeah, my fucking neighbor comes yeah. over to me. He's like, "Hey, my my water is all <laughs> foggy white," and I'm like, "Yeah, that's okay. It's that means it's actually <laughs> blooming like bacteria." It's, yeah, and, and he totally changes out his water 100%. Like oh, no, a you're month. not supposed to do that. No, you're not supposed to do yeah, that. Yeah, you're supposed to leave like a third or something. And he about how crystal clear it is. I'm like, are ponds fucking crystal clear? Right. No. Like, you're not Look creating at the ocean. a... Yeah, you're not creating a natural ecosystem here, man. Yeah. You're, you're, you're not letting the, back, the good bacteria, uh, you know, actually uh, cultivate and, and become... or mature or whatever. So, anyway, he, he's just kind of a goofball. But uh, you've heard him talking probably in a couple episodes when we were outside. <laughs> but uh, anywho, so what do you get on this one? This is your uh, OHLQ pick. The nose, I don't get a lot. It's light on the nose. So th- what's freaking... interesting to me is the nose actually comes off more as like a pot still to me. I'm getting like a... I can't pinpoint what <sighs> I want to call this. I'm definitely getting some char. It's... <sighs> And I am getting some sweetness underneath there. I get like something musty almost. Yeah, that's what, that's why I is say that the like word almost I'm like for? pot still type. Like, let me. I'm gonna taste this just so I can maybe put something physical to the smell. Ooh, the mouth. The mouth feels good. The aftertaste on that. It's got something going on. It reminds me of something not Russell's Reserve though. I agree. This does not taste Russell's Reserve at all. No. It has a very long finish. Um, ethanol. Ethanol long finish, but there's Not some rye. kind of flavor that's very long as well that I don't know what it is. This is, this is unique weird. for a Russell's Reserve for me. Yeah, this is weird. It's not bad. God, this, is, this is reminding me of something. It's almost like Dickel-like. Um, I, can't, I can't pinpoint In it. a blind, I would never call this Russell's Reserve ever. Mm-mm. I agree with that assessment completely. Wow. That's, that is completely surprising me. But it could be, I mean, we've had this sitting open. This could be neck pore syndrome. Yeah, fair enough. So we'll see when we compare it to um, the Mash and Drums Russell Reserve Private Select here that I just received on Sunday. Thank God for Sunday deliveries. <laughs> Like, honestly, I almost always, because that's the day I get a lot of shit done. I almost always miss my Sunday deliveries, and I was there to, that day. And Trina was like, who's at the door? I'm like, just liquor. Don't worry about it. And <laughs> well, she's like, oh, okay. I think it was the UPS guy that did my last delivery. I guess he had been at the house, and I wasn't there. He did the other drops and then came back around. So, And you, he was like, I knew you'd be back later. And I was like, this is a nice, I wish I could fucking tip you right now. So FedEx, they're pretty just you know, by the numbers type of delivery type of thing, you know, signature required, whatever. If you're not there, they just come back the next day type of thing. UPS. I've had a couple times where the UPS driver texts me. Wow. And says, Hey, I missed you. I'm going to be in the area till four o'clock. You know, if you're going to be back home, let me know and I'll drop it off. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's like, nice. No, seriously. That's happened to me multiple times. And I'm like, so I text him immediately. I'm like, I'll be home by this time. If you're, if you're not around, that's fine. Tomorrow's okay. And he's like, no, 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 I'll be there. And sure enough, they show up and it's like, I, I mean, maybe they're just extending their work hours or something if they're paid by the hour, but like, holy hell, like I, I'm fine with it. Does your, so your regular mail, like UP, USPS, whatever. Um, do you have like an actual mailbox at your condo or is there like a bank of, well, there's multiple banks of mailboxes. So like 
They're regular mailboxes. They're not the like silver box yeah. type things that you see where there's like 20 of them in right. one place. That's what I was wondering. So at the front of our uh, condo is my bank of mailbox. There's like 10 of them. And then a little bit like 30 feet down on the other side of the street, there's another 20 of them or 10 of them or whatever. And then there's, but they're stationed all throughout our condo yeah. complex, but they're more like regular house mailboxes. Okay. They're shaped just like a regular mailbox. I just have to walk down the street to get to it. It's not at the end of my parking lot or uh, drive driveway or whatever you want to call it. The condo that I used to rent, I had the nicest mailman. So he, I worked second shift at the time. He had like knew my dog because I'd always walk my dog before I'd go to work. Yeah. He would, if he was there, he'd be like, will you bring your dog out? He would leave me Christmas cards and shit was the nicest thing ever. So I started doing the same. Like I would leave a Christmas card for him in my mailbox. Yeah. And I always say like, you should really treat your mail people good. Oh, for sure. Because they know your house better than anyone. They know my, when you're home, right. when you're not home, if something's up. Something's up. Yeah. They always my know. My problem is that my mail delivery people... We have a mixture of USPS people and like contractors. Uh, see, that's getting popular too. So we have some people too. coming by in like a freaking Ford Cherokee or a Ford Cherokee, a Jeep Cherokee, driving by with them, and it just has like a little magnetic thing on it that says US Mail. It's like, do you remember that movie Funny Farm? Yes, with Chevy oh, Chase, yes. where he I like throws the fucking mail. That is one of those movies news. that the first time I watched it, I was just like, <laughs> eh. But now that I've gotten older, yeah, I'm like, oh my god, more. this movie's great. Like, I love it. I love when when the two guys sitting at the freaking <laughs> on, on that porch, like at some general store, they come by in the moving truck and say, "Hey, how do we get to blah 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 blah?" And, oh yeah, and the directions they give are hilarious. They're only like good for people that actually you live, know, in, the live town. in the town. They're like, "Oh, about two miles before the old barn burned down ten years ago." Like, what? How the hell is anyone <laughs> supposed to know where that is? So you have to go to where you see a burnt down like frame of a barn and, and then go around. back two miles. Like, really? <laughs> And then they're like, or you could just take that bridge right there. And then they immediately go into the bridge. And he's like, but I wouldn't do that if I were you. It was all rickety. <laughs> and, rickety like, yeah. Yeah. and the best part is there's a white guy and a black guy in the moving truck. And, and yeah, they're trying to go across this rickety bridge. And he's like, have a little faith in our forefathers. And the black guy goes, they're your forefathers. They're not my forefathers. <laughs> and that's like one of the best lines in the whole movie. And <laughs> 80s humor for you, man. Oh my God, I, I fucking love it. love it. Yeah. But... But uh, that's one of the ones where Chevy Chase finally gets out of his like slapstick comedy mm-hmm. and is into more subtle comedy. And that's why I didn't like it the first time I saw it. But the more and more I watch it, and the best part is, is they get so lost, the delivery people. And then when they show up, they're pissed. And, and Chevy Chase is pissed because they're like three days late. They throw his chair well, in the no, but, but they're like, uh, he's like, what the hell? And he's like... We got lost. And he goes, what? I drew you a map. And like, they were immediately pissed off because th- like throughout, as they're trying to get there, they're like, who drew this map? You know, it was, it was terrible. It makes me want to rewatch that God, movie. I know. It's, it's been so a hot good. minute for sure. It's so good. But then the funny thing is, is he's moving out there to become an author and it ends up being that his wife becomes the author. Yeah, she writes the book. The children's book, yeah. And it's, so it's it's just a good movie. And there's that phone and she's like, please deposit like 20 cents and he and throws two dimes. Yeah, she's like, you're, you're going to get a, have to get up earlier in the morning to pull one <laughs> Over on me, Mr. Farmer. He's like, I know the sound of two quarters being thrown into a coffee cup or no, a jelly jar or something yeah. like that. Because he didn't actually have a. a there wasn't a payphone. It wasn't a payphone. Yeah. They assumed it was a payphone. That was funny. All right, what do you get on the nose with this one? So this I is am the, still finishing up my last one here that smells like Pepto Bismol right now. So you're finishing up the OHLQ yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Have you poured? Yeah. Okay. I'm telling you right now, you're going to enjoy the nose on this one. I'm going to get a, a good palate cleanse here. So, Jason C., I know you're probably not listening, but if you are, kudos on the nose, at least, so far. The nose on this one it might be my favorite nose we've had so far. 
Oh, that's a toss-up between... Well, the C and D in this one. Yeah, the C and D. But this one... This one, maybe it's because we're coming off of this other one from OHLQ, but this one, be. holy shit, this nose smells good. It does. I'm not saying it doesn't smell good. Yeah, I just, no, I know what you're saying. I've, but even top two. Oh, absolutely. It's top two I for mean, sure. But it's it's every bit as good as that other C&D, if not, if not a little better for me. There's, there's some sweetness on this one. There's some oak on the nose. I'm getting... I'm definitely getting some cherry, but it's underlying cherry. So it's like, it's like cherry vanilla Coke, like a soda. Like there was a, a a vanilla dark fruit and I wouldn't have picked out cherry, but like vanilla dark fruit for me. Yeah. Like if, if you were to smell, you know, when you uh, first like, okay, this is totally (laughs) dorky, but you know, when you first like pour a cherry Coke out of a fountain drink. Oh yeah. My dad used to take me to the drugstore. And you smell the the fizz. I, this is like what the fizz smells like to me when you get a cherry vanilla Coke at like a, you know, a, a drugstore. Yeah. Well, a drugstore, but I'm not that old, fucking old. I, you're not either. So I don't know where that came from. So, but, but no, my dad's stuck in the fifties. My dad coffee. is stuck in the fifties. He is so still is friends coffee. with the only like pharmacy. That's not a big name brand. There's yeah. like one left. Yeah. My dad's still best friends with a guy. And as a kid, he used to take me in there. We would always get a vanilla Coke and yeah. it was a vanilla fountain Coke. They would put like the vanilla syrup, pour the yeah. Coke. Get a pretzel stick. When you, if you do it right, you put the vanilla in first. Yes. And then you pour the Coke and the fizz like mixes it. Yes. hundred percent. Right. We would get a pretzel rod. You know what I'm talking about? Like it was in a, I know exactly it was in a glass jar. You just yeah. opened it up and yep. grab it in there. And then I was always allowed to buy one pack of baseball cards. Oh. That's what I always wanted to do. For the gum. Yeah. That was the worst fucking gum ever. But, but at the time it was But good. you chewed it. Yeah. You, you always chewed, chewed it the for gum. a good two minutes until it got hard. The first couple of breaks <laughs> were just like, it just turned into powder. And yeah, you're like, what and is then, this? Yeah. And then the rest of it was like gum for like two minutes. Yeah. And then it became a brick. But, but, but that's vanilla. what I get is that vanilla cherry Coke fountain vanilla cherry Coke. Up until COVID, my dad still went and got a vanilla Coke like once a month. That's I'm pretty, serious. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. That, I'm diving into this. I'm, I'm enjoying the snows, that's for sure. You haven't taken a drink? I have not, no. I'm about to right now, though. Mm. Oh, the mouth feels good. Very good. And it, it came off a little hot right away. But holy shit, the flavors on it. And you know what? I think this he is actually... complex, too. I think he actually mentioned something on his... Uh, Instagram when I posted a picture of this on my on our Instagram. I think he said something about Jason did? Yeah, I think he replied and said something um he that was a great show. Like he was just a great guy to interact with and I really enjoyed him being on the show. Yeah, no, he was really good and the fact that he lo- made fun of Tyler that I just know. that was so fun. Just like you have I to love, come back. Yes, he definitely needs to come back on. Um no, but on Instagram there was something when I posted this, he made a comment that said Pay attention to that first, uh, to that first burn or something like that. Let me let me find it real quick. I just got distracted by my cousin who posted a picture of him fishing and he's freaking ripped. And I was like, "Man, you you look fucking awesome." And he's like, "He's like, well, you're the one who actually got me motivated to do it." Nice. And I don't look anything like him. I'll show you a picture of him in a second. And he goes, he goes, "Yeah, but you're you turned your whole because I was 275 pounds at one I've point. I've seen the photos. I'm yeah. like. I love it. So he says, can't wait to, to hear your thoughts. Give that finish a minute or two, LOL. So. It wasn't an unpleasant finish, though. So like, here, here he is. Damn. Yeah, right? for real. It, well, he wasn't like that. 
And he's a, I'm pretty sure he's like a ranger or something. Like, like an army ranger? No, park ranger. Oh, park ranger. Um, gotcha. But he's like, he hunts all the time for like deer and stuff. And he makes like, he has this huge, crazy deer shedding collection. Mm-hmm. So he goes and finds like shed. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The deer antlers and stuff. I have stuff. a friend that does that stuff. And he's got so many of them. It's ridiculous. You'd be it's, amazed, amazed how many people want to buy those sheds. Oh, it's, it, well, he probably does buy them. And then, um, like the skull melt sheds too. Like when you, you'll find like deer that have just died or whatever. Yeah. And you can soak their head in, um, I don't know what it is, but like basically dissolves all the skin and everything off of it. Oh, really? And then you just have like a, like a, a deer skull with the antler still attached to it. That's interesting. Yeah. A lot of people like those too. And then you can even cut like part of the skull off and you got those skull mounts and stuff and people do that. Huh. I'm from Hillbilly USA. Hillbilly USA. Um, but no, so far this is, yeah, I like, there was a little bit of a strong finish, but I'm going to dive back into this and see if it changes a little bit. It's funny as I'm Am going. Am I getting chocolate on this? Oh yeah. I, I think you're right. I feel like I'm getting chocolate. I'm actually getting the cherry. I'm like, getting the vanilla, but I think I'm getting some chocolate in there too. What's interesting is as I was putting it to my mouth, the nose, I get, I keep getting that cherry Coke. Yeah, I'm getting like... And maybe the Coke is actually like uh, the Coca-Cola of whatever, the soda. Maybe that's more like the chocolate. Maybe I mean, that like is chocolate like a cherries or something. or something. I don't... Like chocolate-covered cherries? Yeah. yeah. Well, it, uh, this is good. It is very good. I'm, I'm happy that this turned out as good as it did. Because my other two were getting lower, and I need something to, to put a nipple on for a little bit. I think I rank mine last, which sucks. <sighs> I, but listen, I was due for a bad bottle. But OHLQ, and it's still not bad. It's not bad. I think it isn't. I'm gonna let it breathe too, and yeah, let it oxidize well, right, right. for the, a while. You let it. You come back to it in a week. It could be. It totally might be different. completely different. Yeah. That's Which, the thing. And I was looking for a reason to open that bottle because I love Russell's Reserve so much, and I'm like, oh, it's a barrel pick. Blah blah blah. It's um, not. I would drink that. There's nothing wrong with it. Like none of these are bad at no, all. Absolutely. And I think people are probably wondering what our freaking uh, threshold is because we never say anything's bad. No, we do say things are bad. I, I just not so. on the air. Just not on the air. Yeah. No, but this is good. This is a really good. This mash and drum, or mash and journey, I should say. So, and do I, you place it sex? I'm for me is overall nose and flavor and finish. I'm putting this number one. Are you really? Yeah. The C&D is a close second. The C&D is my favorite. See, it's a close, it's a, they're like neck and neck to me, but I think overall from nose that, that the vanilla cherry Coke to me gives it a little nose up. You know what I mean? Like a little, like a, 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 you know, a photo finish type of thing. Yeah. They, they're that close, but I would say that that vanilla cherry Coke nose to me is just phenomenal. I think that's the differences in our taste profiles too between us where what you lean toward and what I lean toward. Yeah, because yeah, and I, everyone's different. So that's I like cool. that toffee, buttery. I know you do. You I'm, know, see, a I'm lot. not as big on toffee. Yeah. You probably like tiramisu. Oh god, I love I tiramisu. Fucking can't stand tiramisu. Really? Oh, man. I'll eat it. Are you a coffee drinker? I am. Okay. But I like my life, so I put cream in it. Oh, uh, see, that's the cream. difference. No. So I put vanilla vanilla creamer in all of my yeah. coffee. I, I can't I've I've drank coffee straight or black or whatever you want to call yeah. it out of necessity on a few occasions like when we were on that one trip that we did you made coffee at the at oh, the yeah, place the Airbnb. But we had no creamer yeah. I drank it at uncut unfiltered coffee right <laughs> 
No, I do. But I, that's not my preference. My preference is with cream. And like Aaron, for example, here drinks his bitter and black. Yeah, you know, that's like, how I like mine. I know. That's how you like yours. And that's how he likes his. Every time I order my coffee, when he goes through Starbucks or anywhere, he makes fun of me. <laughs> and, he, and he gets embarrassed ordering. And I'm like, it's fucking Starbucks. Who cares? Yeah. Like, I could understand going to Stoff's, which is a local, like, snobby yeah. coffee place here in, in Columbus. But like... No one at Starbucks is going to give a shit that you ask for a pump no. of vanilla because at Starbucks, like a macchiato coffee grande. I think it's macchiato. With, but, but you know what I mean? Like it's all these crazy frou-frou flavors yeah. and shit like that. They're not going to, they're not even going to blink twice when you ask for a pump of vanilla. And they're like, no soy. It stops. Yeah. Maybe they might, they might look at you like, what the fuck? What are you doing to my coffee? But, I feel like coffee and bourbon are the same in the sense that, like, you should drink it how you like it. Yeah. If you like ice in your bourbon, Completely put ice agree. in your bourbon. Completely you know? agree. We're going to make fun of you, but if that's how you like it, <laughs> drink it that way. <laughs> as soon as you leave, we're going to make fun of you. We'll right. make fun of you to your face a little bit. A little bit. But when you leave. Depending on how good of friends we are with you. Yeah. But, no, honestly, I, I agree completely. It's the Bourbon Road, one of the other podcasts I listen to, they say, your bourbon, your way. Absolutely. Completely agree. And if you like Jim Beam and you like it with fucking Coke and you like it with ice, then fucking drink it that way. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I went through a phase where I drank the Jim Beam Red Stag yeah. um, and make um, Manhattans out of it because yeah. it's like a cherry flavored right. bourbon. No, it is. And it didn't take much to make a Manhattan out of it. I did that for a while. I don't I, I'm going to, I think, revisit this OHLQ. I am because I'm so disappointed in it. I want to be proven wrong. What, your OHLQ? What are you Yeah, that shirt up there. Mm. It says puppy. Puppies and something, yeah. Yeah. I thought it said puppy like Sanders. Because it's like pup, like not puppies. You know what I mean? I thought the S was for the second word, not making plural. You coach at 630? Yeah. So let's go. What, what, let's, I think we go back and, and revisit the C&D. I'm not going to complain. I know you're not. <laughs> oh, so that's what I was going to say. Fourth of July. Yeah, yeah. I want to visit some of your Maker's Mark. You have so much fucking Maker's Mark of the wood oh, finishing fuck. series. I, maybe we shouldn't do that like as the thing. Maybe I have some 1776 uh, pepper uh, bourbon that yeah. I was going to have out for the day because it's Fourth of July. That's cool. But maybe we just do a little flight of some of the fucking uh, uh, Maker's Mark private selects. I want to tap into some of that. You know I love that fucking bread pudding one. And I may try and steal it when you get drunk You're not going to fucking steal it. And be like, I don't know what happened. I will fucking tackle you and bite your ankles. (laughs) I'll be like, I think Trina put it in the cabinet so no one else would drink it. That's been one of my favorite bottles um, of yours. I see. So you like, I, I'm a big Maker's Mark fan. I am too. What I've heard people say though, is once you open Maker's Mark, you almost kind of need to, the finished bourbons like that, the stave finished bourbons, you have to finish them quickly or they start to really degrade. Really? I don't know if that's true, but I've heard people say that. So we'll have to taste some yeah. stuff that's been open for a while. I, that's one thing. I don't think I've finished a private select. Maybe. You know what? I did. I finished, I got two of the... Uh, bourbon enthusiast private selects and i i finished one of them i have one left it's unopened and it's like i can't remember what they said but it's like uh you know 
the the words they used on it instead of it being like mocha cream or yeah. mocha bomb it was like uh so you know uh carefully selected you know whatever i was going to ask you that too because you'll know this answer you you might know this answer so some of the makers mark um the wood finishing series they'll say these descriptive things like there was um you know the toffee almond and the bread pudding and there's like grandpappy's something or another whatever but then other ones just have the different like staves that were in them are those is it where someone has came up with a taste profile and that's why they call it toffee almond or something yeah so the so or who d- is it basically what happens is is they come through and they the way i understand it at makers mark is if when you do your private select they have the the bourbons already sitting there that have just been done with one stave. Okay. And then they, so I think you get 10 staves when you do a private select. So they basically just do a blending of, so let's just say you want to do five French staves. They do five of that, five, you know, parts of that. Cause it says to, on the bottle. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like how many staves. So they'll do five parts of that to one, you know, like, uh, I don't remember what the different stave names are, but, but so that's what I think they do is they take the one that's been done with all French staves. And if you want to do five French staves, you, you do five parts of that to something, you know, whatever you, so they blend it basically based on the amount of staves you think you want to do. But some of them will have that. And then the other ones will say like grandpappy's, um, Right, but they still tell you what the stave numbers are. Okay, and then so so when you pick it, like OHLQ, toddy, that's what it says. Grandpa's toddy yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. So um, when you pick it, you get to name it whatever the fuck you want. Okay. So it's like when so then some people just don't name them. Yeah. So like this one says Mash and Journey. Look at the birdie. So you know they could just not name them and say OHLQ number one, OHLQ number two. OHLQ went and said, "Well, I think yeah, this, this is barrel 15. Right. OHLQ went and, and said, "I think this tastes like this." Or, okay. or they said, "Hey, we want to try to do something that, that tastes like this. Let's find a blend that ends up like that." And then they go and pick their staves and then have it finished that way. Okay. So that's generally what they're doing when they do that. And then the name they put on, it's just arbitrary. That's just their own naming convention, you know? Um, so that, that's, that's the way I understand it. If I'm wrong, someone tell me I'm wrong on Instagram or something. I like the naming of it because I kind of know what I'm getting into. Yeah. 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 No, it's cool because um, you, you start to, it, it's interesting because I think it gives you a little bit of a, um, it gives you a little bit of like a, a pre-warning as to what you might think you should taste. Yeah, because when they released that one batch, it might have been last winter. I don't know. What was time the pudding one? What was that one again? Bread pudding. Yeah, so like bread pudding. Oh. You know what bread pudding tastes like. Right. So when you take a drink of this, you're looking for the f- you know familiarity yeah. or that similarity of bread pudding. So when you drink it, that's what you're looking for. But they released all those in a batch, if you remember. It was like bread pudding, toffee almond. Um, Did you already uh, pour some of this? Mm-mm. So the CND, we're going back to the CND. I'm, I'm rinsing that glass. Um, the Grandpa's Toddy. There was that whole group they yeah, released. Yeah, they at did that like one four time. or five each yeah. season. Yes, they've done it twice now. So they did like a fall of 2020, and then like a spring of 2021. Yeah. And so I've gotten a few of each one of those, and I've got a couple that I've never even opened. There was like a chocolate marmalade. There was a oh, I have that one. Pudding. I haven't opened it either. Yeah, we should fucking there. open the chocolate marmalade. There's a granddad's toddy. There's that one. The taste. I didn't think I would like it. The but it's good. Is it? Yeah. See, good. I want to try. I've it. liked all of them so far. Some more than others, obviously. But but so far, I've liked them all. I mean, the base is Maker's Mark. 
Agree. So you're you're basically adjusting maker's mark with these staves that have a little bit different flavor to them. So I mean if you if you traditionally like a weeded bourbon and you like a maker's mark, then you're going to traditionally I'm using traditionally way too much. You're going to like you're going to like these private selects for the most part unless they go in a direction that you just completely can't stand. And they also do god what am I called? it's like sourdough bread and I can't think of it. Um where you keep right some now of the he's yeast. Doing, uh, he's he's doing lobster claws. I don't yeah. know what that means. <laughs> Those are lobster claws. <laughs> um, it's like where you keep a little bit of it left over each oh, time. Sour mash. Type sour of thing. mash. Yeah, yes, yeah. that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. They do a sour mash, correct? Who makers? Makers. I don't think so. I thought they had that big vat, and they said yeah, they but did I think like it's a, a pretty. I think it's a fresh vat every each time. time. For some I reason, so. I was thinking it was a sour mash. They may. When we went there, they she, may. They told us about it, and I can't you remember. You may be right. Probably fucking drunk. I could have pulled a Tyler and just not listened. Jeff and I were just. I don't know. We were smashing those drinks. You guys were Lux drinking Row. while I was driving. Yeah, we, we had were... those little fucking baby drinks, those little airplane uh, from Lux Row. Yeah, all right. That was a great and trip. And then you guys opened the stag while we were driving. <laughs> and and the no, way I no drove out to guys. Makers, the wait, <laughs> fucking Woodford, you mean? No, the way I drove out to Makers on the fucking winding roads, you were about to get sick. Yeah, no, but you also drove like a bat out of hell to, to Woodford. To get back to Woodford, yeah, yeah but that was that highway. Bottle. That was yeah. highway. No, there were some parts where it was like, No, oh. for, Makers is mostly the bluegrass highway, and then you get off. At, well, so the last mile is the the uh, breeding grounds and the training grounds yeah. for their horses breeding to get grounds. to their to the Woodford Reserve. But But compared to Makers, where you're 10 miles driving on fucking winding roads that at any point you could see someone sitting on a porch playing a banjo. That's what I wanted to talk about. Not playing a banjo, but <laughs> I was like, what the fuck just happened? It just squeal like a pig. light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie deliverance. Um, on my trip to Asheville, I tried to do some bourbon hunting, so I couldn't do a yeah, lot. I meant to ask you that because I had dogs in the car with me and the one dog is very anxious and I medicated the fuck out of her with some CBD. Oh, you did? It works. It, awesome. it works, but I had to dose her like every two hours. Yeah, but that's fair. I think next time I'm just going to try and give her like Your a dog legit is a edible. fucking druggie. Yeah. She even has like those bugged out eyes sometimes. <laughs> but anyway, so there was a place called the Liquor Barn, which I've been to the Liquor that's Barn. That's a very big place. Yeah. I've been to the one in Lexington many times. So there was one in Tennessee that I think was... I know. I have to finish this nose is good. my shitty one to save it for this one. Oh, you still haven't finished your shitty I one? I poured another one of this. Why? I don't know, because I'm hoping it's going to get better. Not accidentally. Jackass. It wasn't like I tripped and fucking poured. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, whoa, whoa. Hey, look, my glass is oh, full. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but so I go in there, and I see behind the counter they have some Buffalo Trace products, and I'm like, all right, let's. right, I'm just going to entertain this. And I said, um, how much for the E.H. Taylor back there? Because I knew Blanton's would be... High priced because I know that Tennessee is in a control state, so they can do whatever. And um, she says for the EH Taylor, and it's small batch; it's not the single barrel or anything like that. I think small batch retails for like thirty five dollars or something like that, thirty eight dollars, a hundred and ninety dollars is what she wanted. That's insane. And and I, I must have had the worst look on my face, like a what the fuck look. And I was just out of sheer curiosity. I was like, how much for the Blantons? It was the same. It was like a hundred and ninety. And I, she's like, do you want it? And I was like, no, I think I'm going to pass. And she goes, well, we've got these little ones if you want one of those. It was probably the size of a golf ball. If you had to imagine a golf ball filled yeah, with bourbon. that's insane. And it was $60. It was $60 that's for that. Crazy. That's crazy. It, if it would have been 30 I would have bought it because, not because I think Blanton's is awesome, 
because it was a neat yeah, little a cute bottle. little bottle it just was a, for a collection. Yeah, for the yeah, collection. It was right. a cool little bottle. Just like those little ones we got during COVID yeah. that had the mask on. On the it buffalo. Was a, That's yeah, so on the cool. buffalo. Yeah. yeah. And, and when she said that, I probably won't 60. ever open that just because it's such I, a cute yeah, little so small unique. bottle. Yeah, it's like the little grenades, you know, from I'll open those just because you can get those all the time. But yeah, I opened grenades, the one. I need to right. revisit that. Yeah, I, I need to as well. I thought the same thing. I wasn't as impressed with it as I as as I is as I am the um, barrel proofs. The barrel proofs. I would completely agree with that. I like the regular barrel proof better than that. So much the grenade. But it's but it's different, and so I'm going to revisit it without any expectations, and hopefully it's a little different. But uh, so now, have you finished your shitty one? Just oh, here put it to the side. Fuck. And then drink your... I just don't want to finish on something bad. Well, then you'll have to have more of the C&D or more of the Mashing Journey. Okay. All right. So C&D still smells... It's a good smell. It's a really good smell. It's got some sweetness to it. I, it's this got... Is the vanilla real, uh, is very strong. Very vanilla, front. yeah. How are you going to coach? Oh, fuck. It's an, it's easy, an easy workout. To coach. Yeah. yeah. Today was easy. I didn't put any strength this week. It's all, it's all workouts. You should be like a drill sergeant and just yell at people. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know if anyone signed up for the 630. Let me check and see. Um, what do you think? So so very vanilla on the nose. What are you thinking on the uh, on the taste? I am still getting lots of this buttery, like, okay. I know butterscotch and butter aren't the same thing. No, but um, I, get, I get what you're saying. I got it's two. this butterscotch. Two people you have two people. And butterscotch. The five o'clock had nine. That was a Who's coaching five o'clock? Uh, Faith. Oh, yeah. It's it's all butterscotch for me. Um, very enjoyable. This this is my wheelhouse right here. I mean, it's good. I like it. Oh, this is amazing. It's a very very balanced. the 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 uh, finish is medium to long. But not in a bad way. But it's, it's, not, it's not a. It's not, not an unpleasant. It's, it's not a, unpleasant. It's a, yeah, it's a rye finish. It's not a yeah. methanol finish. It's good. It's really good. But I, I know what you're saying. Butterscotch, a little buttery, you know, tongue feel. Um, this is for me the winner. Hundred percent. This is the winner for me. We're gonna go right back to this mash and journey. <laughs> Just to make sure that's second place for me. For me, it's vice. It's the other, and I. And to be honest, it's surprising because I I align so well with the bourbon enthusiast. Like that's why I've been a member of his for over a year now, and all, a year and a half, over a year and a half. Yeah, shit, it's been more than it's almost been two years, and that's why because every pick from him except for yeah. one that barrel bourbon that I did with him, I didn't, I wasn't a fan of, but every other pick I've had from him, I've really enjoyed. I haven't had a bottle from him I didn't like. Listen, you're going to have to get drunk on Saturday because I've got some shit you haven't tried yet from him that you guys that you passed on. Just I'm going to get drunk on Saturday, but I have to work the next day. That's okay. So I can't get I'm fine with that. too fucked up. I'm okay with you working the I'm next day. I'm sure that you are okay with me. Call off. Call off. <laughs> I'm not supposed to call off on holidays. Yeah, well, I mean, technically, 4th of July is not a holiday. America's day. America. It's the birth of America. So uh, so that's funny. Did you see my workout for Saturday? Uh-uh. I know I you look. can't come in, but it's it's called 1776. So there's 1776 reps. It's a team workout. Oh, Jesus. And so I figured at the end of the, I'm doing James Pepper shots of bourbon after they finish. Oh, Seven, that's cool. 1776 shots of bourbon. That's cool of you to do that. Yeah. So I'm bringing in my bourbon, letting them uh, have a shot of it after they finish the workout. Will you play Independence Day with Will Smith? God, the I original that, one. I should just have that plan. You should have. Not not the remake. No, not the, you, yeah. It's not a remake. It's a sequel. Or part two. I'm sorry. Yeah, sequel, sequel is the word I'm looking for. Um, 
are you making anything for that? Are you going to smoke anything while you're working? Uh, no, I don't or like to run the before. smoker while I'm working. Do it on Friday. Um, so I'm I'm off Thursday. So do it on Thursday. I can make something on Thursday. That stuff usually lasts like a good five, six days. Yeah, do it on real. Thursday and bring it. Your fucking beef tips are so fucking good. Why, thank you. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you're, I didn't say your fucking mushroom tip. I just said your or mushroom stamp. I just said your your beef tips are good. Yeah, I'll make something. I'm I need to make run a couple to Costco. things. I think I'm going to do a brine turkey breast. Okay. Or maybe two or three. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to do a, I haven't decided if I'm going to do like a rack of ribs or a few rack of ribs, or if I'm going to do like a brisket or something like that. My briskets have been okay. No, right? Your briskets have been good. Uh-huh. I mean, they're not, they've never been as good as your damn fucking beef tips, but they've been good. Yeah. I, and I don't do anything ridiculous. I just, you know what the worst thing is? So I love to cook, but I don't measure anything. No, I'm I'm right there with you for and the so most part. Sometimes, once, I, once I do things a few times, I stop measuring too. I'm I never like, measure, eh. and so it sucks because sometimes I can't reproduce something because I'm yeah. like, what did I put in that? Right. That's, How much of that? That's did why I you're put not in? a scientist. Yeah. And we were talking that's about that's why this. you'd never be able to fucking be a a, a distiller. I probably couldn't. Um, well, I think I could actually. We'll see. You'd have to fucking. Change I'd have to your start ways. writing down. Right. That's and what I mean. S- and so one of the anesthesiologists and I were talking about this at work about baking versus cooking. Because with baking, you have to be very precise or things won't work. Mm-hmm. And she was like, baking is a science. Cooking is an art. Yeah. And I was like, son of a bitch, that's, you're right. That's fucking deep. That is deep. And I was like, you're right. I'm an artist. I'm an artist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess I'm not a scientist, even though I want to be a scientist. <laughs> Cleaning out my glass to go back to the mashing journey. Let's let's revisit this mashing journey. I'm so I just finished my OHLQ just to get rid of it because yep. there was a little bit in there. I still get chocolate on that. And I feel like Tyler points out chocolate a lot. It's not bad. It's not it's not, bad. It's it's not just bad. not as good as the rest of these. But Tyler points out chocolate again, a lot. That may just be our taste profiles. Someone else may be drinking it thinking, "Fuck, these guys are idiots. This is great." I would like Tyler to uh, here pour me a little what, a do you have, dash. what is that right there? This is, is the C&D? leftover of the C&D because I'm going to finish on that uh, because it's my side, favorite. Yeah, go side by side with those. Oh, shit. A little drip, a little yeah, dribble. That's some for the floor. No, it's some for the finger and then the <laughs> mouth. Yep. Not wasting any of that shit. This, the nose on this is very good this the time. The nose on this is my favorite nose. And it's not even close. It's like the nose on this blows away everything we've, we've done today. Sometimes my nose gets overwhelmed too. I start doing nose, the thing that Jason said too. So fucking good. Where like I start breathing in through my nose and then bring it up before to the glass you, before you get it there. Yeah. Yeah. This is a very good nose. But the nose is outstanding. I I. The nose is just ridiculous on this one. Oh man, that's a good nose. You know what I might make for your thing? I make an amazing banana pudding dessert. Ooh. And then we could have some with of vanilla that wafers. Oh god, that fucking oh. It is the easiest fucking recipe. Do it. I'm I'm gonna make banana Do pudding. Do it. And banana you gotta call pudding. it. <laughs> there's pudding. no G. There's it's, no G. It's there's pudding. no G. It's pudding. 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 It just pop. sounds like so it's so Bill Cosby like <laughs> pudding pop pudding. <laughs> you gotta put the drugs in the drink. So speaking of aquariums, <laughs> you know it's like real fat goldfish, the ones that are real, real fat. Yeah. I had one in college named Puddin. Puddin. <laughs> Puddin. Well, he's been eating he's a little like too Puddin. much Puddin. Yeah. <laughs> oh so, hey, speaking of which, what are you doing next Saturday? I not this coming Saturday, the following Saturday. I believe that Saturday I am doing the it's one of the mud run things that Where? 
I don't fucking know. I'd have Early? to look it up. I th- Probably. New Albany, the guy I was telling you about that does the aquariums. Yeah. He's doing a big old party out at his house. Told me to invite whoever I want. And he's okay. legitimately whoever we want. He has a ton of IPAs. You'll like Ooh, that. Yeah. I'll take out some bourbon. Uh, Tony and some other people are going. Sounds uh, like a great time. It starts around between four and six. People show up. And he oh, does, we'll be done before he, that. He does so many fireworks. Okay. You should come out. Yeah, honestly. Absolutely. Come, uh, honestly, come out. Yeah, yeah. Send me the address and all that shit later. Trina and um, I are trying to get to a point where you're hanging out with us more often. Fuck yeah. Seriously. Trina wants to hang out with me more? That's not what I said, <laughs> but probably. <laughs> rugged maniac. That's what it's called. I'm okay. doing the rugged. Ma- it's one of those like. She might want you to hang race. out with her more without me. Oh, okay. Cool. I'm talking about with us together. No, I'm down with there that. There may Definitely. be some swapping involved. I don't know what's going it's on. Whatever, yeah. No, no, no. It's like you high five and it's right. like, yeah, And then a penis cool. slips in. It's yeah, weird. Right. Just it's weird. Mushroom. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Pudding. Pudding. <laughs> Peanut butter. <laughs> so uh, there's this thing that Trina and I, when we are raising our uh, kids, if we're both fucking sailors, we cuss so much. This is very good. This yes, it is. This is very, very That's good. That's what I'm trying to fucking tell you. So we cuss so much. And, and one thing we figured out is when we cuss in front of the kids, like if you don't want them to start cussing too, because they're young and they're like, mm-hmm. what? oh, that sounds like a fun word. You say peanut butter right afterwards. And we would do that. That's hilarious. And, and like peanut butter is such a fun word that it immediately makes, it distracts them from the cuss word that you just said. We have told all of our friends that really? are now just starting to have kids and they all use that. that You're like, fuck peanut butter. <laughs> fuck. Peanut butter, peanut butter. And then the kids are like, oh, peanut butter, peanut butter. Like, honest <laughs> to God, they have no idea. Like, it's like Jedi mind shit. And, and they, it worked for our kids. They never, like, cussed or anything like that because we, we would always say fucking peanut butter afterwards. I don't have kids, but I feel like the more you expose them to that, just things in general, um, the less likely they are to do. You if, know what I mean? If you're around. If you don't make it so taboo. Yeah, if you don't make it taboo, if you don't make it like something that they're getting away with or something. Yeah. They, I agree completely. Like my son, you've heard him on a few of the episodes. He comes down, he has a little drink of bourbon. Yeah. I let him, and which is completely, he told me I did not believe him, and then I looked it up and it was true. It's completely not illegal. You could go to a restaurant, order drinks for your kid. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. As long as the adult orders it for the uh, kid... And they're under your supervision. You're allowed to get them drinks. I did not know that. That's I didn't a, either. It's at least in the state of Ohio, but I'm pretty sure it's federal. I mean, it's one thing to be like, oh, I'm having a party at my house, and you buy two cases of beer for three kids. Yeah. You oh. know what I mean? And you're letting them get smashed. It's, right. It's another to let them expose themselves to yeah. a little bit of alcohol and stuff. And to be honest, if you look at Europe and stuff, they have a lot less issues with alcoholism yeah. and stuff like that. And I think Francais. it's because... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I think it's because French So they I think it's because they honestly introduced their kids to alcohol at an early yeah. age and it's not taboo. It's not this like, it's, oh my god, you can't have alcohol. Right. It's, no, they I let agree. them have it with dinners and they let them have wine and some things like that. And it's not a big deal. They don't go to college and be like, Well, yes, I get to have alcohol. Exactly. I can't tell you how many girls, because again, I went to school in Kentucky, a lot of that's the Bible belt. Um, so many girls I knew that they were, their parents were so strict and they go to college and they just go crazy. Absolutely crazy. They're sleeping with guys left and right. Yeah, they were because they were protected. Oh my God, and, and, yes. Yes. Under an umbrella, their entire, uh, you know, it's a good youth. word. Umbrella. This mash and journey is really good. It, 
I agree. I like this the second time around. I like it more than the first. That's why. I, that's why we had to let it open up a little bit. It was already good, and then letting it breathe a little bit, and then having it again after that C and D. That, whew, that's good. I'm still going to say it's second place. Okay, that, for you're me, allowed, you're allowed to. It's a very close. Listen, you're second not going to hurt place. my feelings, but fuck. I mean, Jason might fucking not talk to you ever again. <laughs> <laughs> he's not listening. No, to this he's probably not. But no, I mean, honestly, I you can't second place in this lineup is not a bad thing. Fuck no. I call it first place. It's I really really enjoy this. It's right up my alley, and that. That surprises me as much as I really enjoy my bourbon enthusiast, uh, you know, selects. You're going to have to cash off this anger before too long. I know. I know. It's, you know what though? It's. That's probably my third, but it's, they're all one, one, two, three. It's almost like one A, one B, one C. Right. And then there's yours, which is like four. I know. (laughs) I'm just going to slide this over here nonchalantly and switch it out. (laughs) That's fair. Peel some labels off and just... Oh, my God, a bear. No. Bear. Squirrel. Squirrel. Um, my dog killed a fucking squirrel over the weekend. Assholes. Yeah. Oh, fucking stupid squirrels. They shouldn't have been sand. Sometimes there. I'm proud that I'm like, that's right. You catch that squirrel. You fucking show it the animal Top kingdom. of the food chain. That's right. That's funny. So, all right. So, let's review. I think, agreeing completely with you on the on the bottom two... And then the top two, we're very close, but we're so just, for we're me, just swapped one and two. Is yeah, all. yeah. So I think fourth place for me is the OHLQ Russells. Agree. Third place for me is the Bourbon Enthusiast uh, Warehouse B B. Yeah, floor floor four. Floor four. Floor four. I know it's weird to say. Um, and then for me, second place is the Bourbon Enthusiast C and D Warehouse or Rick House. I should. I keep saying Warehouse. Uh, Rick House C and D Floor three. And then from, but it, it's like so freaking close. It's so close. I agree. And then this uh, number one for me is this Mash and Journey look at the birdie. Um, and it is Warehouse G, floor four. Again, what's, floor what's, four. What's interesting too, and I'm not trying to drag this on forever, no, but no. this bourbon enthusiast doesn't have much left. What would you say? Like, like a sixth of it less. I don't know what to call well, it. Well, a little bit more than the other one. Like but, but we just kept hitting this one today. It had more, it had more than the other one. But the bourbon enthusiast, or fuck, the mash and drum, mash and drum yeah. is so new. I'm curious to see how that tastes in like a month once it ages a little oh, bit and gonna, oxidizes. I think it's going to taste even better. I think it'll probably be better than this Surpass one eventually. Yeah. I do. Well, let's try it out again this weekend. I'm down with that. All right. Don't hear me complain. So I know this episode's going to come out on Thursday. Fourth of July is on Sunday. I hope everyone has a great holiday weekend um i know we are going to we're going to have a cookout uh, some we're going to do some fireworks we're going to probably record another episode while we're together and then uh have i have some, that sftb yes you do and uh you know i be safe but have fun i mean this is one of the best weekends Absolutely. i think of the year yeah um just be responsible guys but at the same time have some fun drink some bourbon um you know, give wear some, something patriotic. Wear something patriotic, even if it's fucking offensive. Who cares? This is the weekend for it. Yeah. But honestly, give us some feedback. Let us know uh, what you're doing this weekend. This is Fourth of July. Tell us what you're doing. If you're doing something crazy, if you're just being lame and sitting around drinking some bourbon, that's you know that's semi lame. But let us know. Give us some feedback. Hit us up on the Instagrams. Uh, I am Dude Pool. Uh, we are the Bourbon Hunters on Instagram, and then we've got. 
Brett Paul Bryan. The fucking serial killer. I'm going to put that in there. I'm thinking I might just change it to like, your bio. serial killer. In yeah. the, just put in your bio, in parentheses, <laughs> the serial killer. Yeah. Um, so give us a review on Instagram. Give us a review. Not, you can't review on Instagram, can you? That's fucking stupid. Just give us a, a review on Apple, uh, on Apple Podcasts. Uh, tell your friends. Share it. Let people know if you're enjoying this. If you're not enjoying it, let us know why. Yeah. Um, let us know what you want to change. Yeah, and if you have some ideas of some blinds or some things you want us to taste, let us know that too, because we're more than willing to, you know, take suggestions. Um, if you want us to fuck with Tyler, let us know. We'll oh do it. Oh, God, if you want us to fuck with Tyler, just let us well, know. Yeah, 100%. Jesus. We are so much up for fucking with Tyler, <laughs> especially with his fucking jerky legs. And his gimpy knee now. And his gimpy knee, his fucking bad hamstring, his fucking non-healing toe. He's 30 going on 60. Oh, my God, that guy. That guy is just, uh, he's a walking fucking caricature. Jeez. Anyway, thanks for joining in. Uh, catch us next week. Who knows what we're doing next week? We haven't even decided yet, but uh, maybe some SFTB. So thanks again, guys. Have a good one. See ya. Thank you for joining in for yet another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. If you like what you hear, please leave us a good rating on Apple, Podbean, Google, or wherever you are listening. It definitely helps us to get great guests on our show. And follow us on Instagram and the Facebooks to keep up to date with what is in our glass. As always, sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy some bourbon. Bourbon.